1: Hello! and welcome to the Raw Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Deadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Havreau and Michael Sidgwick, here to review everything that happened on last night's episode of Men Now Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT. But oh, oh you know, we to Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCoach. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet handful to review last night's Raw, the final Raw before
2: WrestleMania. Just call WWE Raquel Rodriguez's best feature because the power is back. <laughs> um, is. I love this, again. Like, I had a chat with Murray before we came in this morning. I have a feeling it was a primer for a chat with usage. I'm finding it increasingly difficult to articulate it. Why, I goddamn love the Fed, right? Dub-dub-e, dub-dub-e. And I've noticed that there are conversations online with certain people who, like, don't really see why the show is hot. Because especially if you tune into one specific tag match on this card, it'll be like, there's 12,000 people in there. Are you sure there's even 12? (laughs) I, I get it. I get every single one of those criticisms. But I do feel like, like, obviously, business is objectively hot, but that only means so much for your enjoyment, at least. I feel like the gap is starting to widen between people that enjoy WWE and people that just know that it will never truly be for them again. And there's nothing wrong mm. in either side. I think lately, the sell job for WrestleMania has been so effective. The balance between matches, promos, angles, etc. has been just right for me. I feel like this was a conscious effort mm-hmm. to heat up the matches. They have profoundly failed on the road to WrestleMania. And there's no time like right the go-home to try and get it right. You know, I'm not saying it makes up for weeks of bad build. But I just thought everything was so well attended to here. Really not well attended I think it is. I think it's. A, I think it's a bunch of beautiful black flowers are blossoming in that garden, the garden of pro wrestling. Purple flowers, right surely. Purple flowers, flowers that I want to throw at Triple H for continuing to book this great show. <laughs> I had a tremendous time with this. <laughs> yet uh,
0: again, uh, I was bored. <laughs> I was bored.
2: Three hours full of stuff. Like we joked yesterday. Well, all right. There's your one Cody match. What else you got? Like, I, think, where's the other two hour fifty minutes?
0: We've been through this before. Been singing this song and dancing this dance. I do not like ready-salted crisps. Yeah. Just don't. I thought this Raw was good, but not quite as good as I thought it was going to be in certain places. Actively bad. And God damn it, we're probably going to disagree. I thought there was a cowardly streak during this. An an intelligent, insulting (laughs) streak throughout this show with two... WrestleMania matches and the way in which they were built in particular. I was honestly close to telling my phone to go book itself when I watched it.
2: I watched it on your phone. <laughs> I, thought, I thought like sort of somebody was in your DMs. Hey, Sidri McRaw's awesome.
0: You know when I was watching it? Yeah, are, I was just like, piss off with it. Like piss off with this. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the show. Of course you did. This, for I'm not gonna try and drag you
2: down too yeah, much. It's all over the place because uh, our colleague Scott Carson, his ups and downs are on the website yeah. now. I had a look at that this morning. He went five and five. It was right <laughs> down the middle. And <laughs> middle I was ca-
1: like thirteen and two. Spoiler alert! I came in
2: high as a heroes of wrestling. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> high as a kite for it. Uh, as I say, me and Murray disagreed on the main event to start the day, and like I wasn't sure. Me and Cedric haven't discussed over the desks yet, which in itself is sometimes yeah. you know a sort of discussion of how much the shows generated interest or whatever, but it does, it feels like comments on this one are all over the place, like, again, which I just think is, I feel like WWE is really tailoring itself to people who <laughs> like WWE, and is yeah. kind of, like, pying off those that don't, it's, I just, I've sensed that over this build, specifically. Mm.
1: Well, let's dive into it, and we'll, uh, we'll go through the show and see what we think about each bit, it started with Miss TV, with the legends, of course, Lita and Trish, uh, flanked by Becky Lynch, uh, Miz brought them all out. Uh, got a great reaction, of course, and uh, Miz obviously starts off by negging Becky Lynch, saying that, How's uh, it feel to need help against damaged Katarl despite always wanting to work alone? You're meant to be the man, aren't you? She's like, Yeah, I am the man, and you're just a man, an insecure man with tiny balls. Uh, and he got that sort of reaction, basically. Um, <laughs> Miss said, Actually, somewhere one, one rat pissing on one bit of cotton in the corner of the building.
0: Tiny balls,
1: tiny, tiny balls. balls, tiny balls. Uh, Miss said, actually, I've got massive balls," and uh, Maurice has verified this. Uh, and Lynch said, it. oh, it must be nice to know that Maurice didn't get around much before meeting you.
0: Well, she did. Yeah, what does it matter?
1: That annoyed was, was me to start off the show. I'll give you that, yeah.
0: Where does where this
2: line fit in the old slut-shaming thing? Because she, the joke was, she's not seen that many balls. <laughs> That's the point of this gag because if she yeah, had, she'd have seen the That she hasn't. That I was going to say. That's where they were skewing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good like, that why, she hasn't. Why? Why? In, why go near any of this? Why? Yeah, it was
0: basically her, the subtext of what she was saying is it's nice to know that your missus wasn't a whore because holes are bad. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you saying that for?
2: Can have as many consent and sexual partners as you like. Yeah, of course you
0: can. Yeah. of course you can.
2: Yeah. Just ask the NXT roster. They're all at it. That shows well, not there. all of them. One of them. <laughs> one of, them, one of them's is desperately them. trying to get at it.
0: And we all want that for him. Yeah.
2: yeah. We hope he's going to stand and deliver his mm. ejaculate.
0: The consenting orifice of <laughs> Fallon Henley. Oh, maybe. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Who knows? Which would obviously
1: come from these nuts. <laughs> been a while, hasn't it? That's what I call a sticky situation. Uh, anyway, Miz <laughs> <Mr. laughs> turns his attention to uh, Lita and Trish and says, oh, how's it feel to be back? Baby batter?" I hate that one.
0: That, that's it's horrible, isn't it?
1: <laughs> to, to just be back to play back up to Becky Lynch and Lita's like I'm one half <laughs> of the women's tag team champions. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I'd forgotten that as well. To be <laughs> honest, Lita, sorry sorry. Uh, of course, this brings out Damage Kataral. Uh, Bailey's pissed. Um, uh, it's just a match to you, this WrestleMania six woman. Uh, but this means everything to Damage Kataral, uh, Lita, and Trish. You were last relevant twenty years ago, and again, Stratus is like. Lita's one of the tag team champions, um, and Bailey's like, "Well, this would have been a dream match twenty years ago, but now my dream is to end you." Uh, Lynch cuts her off uh, and goes on about how she'd wasted two of the best NXT talents in Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Now they're doing nothing. They're gonna kick her ass when they lose, probably on Saturday or Sunday. Um, Becky talked about how she thought it was going to end at War Games, at Hell in a Cell, when she won the titles, but it didn't. So it's all going to end at WrestleMania, and they get into a big argument before the match between uh, Becky and Io.
2: Pet hate stuff this, Um, especially because... Power's back? Hmm? Power's back? Power's back, Power's absolutely 100% power's back. But But like... Winding up. (laughs) 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 Because I thought the delivery was pretty good from Bailey and Becky Lynch of material that is one of the, my least favourite things in wrestling which is when you send the talent out there to talk about bad booking as if they are real mm. like characters should absolutely believe that the fiction they're in is real, that's like wrestling can't work without that, but what they the points they were like labouring on were, god this stable's old hat, this stable's absolutely useless this match doesn't feel like a big deal and by like trying to deliver impassioned promos they were trying to inject this poor feud with some passion, that I can't fault from the performers, but that's a bit like saying, yeah, the match will be all right on the night, it doesn't yeah. matter, the booking's rubbish. They tried to do that with a promo here, but it was yet again, Becky Lynch listing a series of flaws in the way that Triple H, <laughs> H has booked this division <laughs> and this stable, and then making it seem like it was barely the character's fault. It's Kurt Angle saying to Alexa Bliss, you know, tanked roll with This Is Your Life last week, I because I wrote it. Like, it's, it's never good when they do that. It's a really awful habit. Um, but maybe it set up the kind of the idea of the booking we suggested yesterday or the finish or the end of damage. This has to be the end of damage. I know we said this like four times now. They have shown you the end of damage, Katal, haven't mm-hmm. they? The two women stood behind Bailey going, oh, yeah. And then when they lose again, there's the evidence that backs up what Becky Lynch has basically said. The heels have been told that this is a flawed concept. It's finished, isn't it? I mean, it's been finished for ages, but it's finished on screen on Saturday, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I hope so. I don't know if this was meant to be cathartic. Oh, I do that. The idea of, (laughs) oh, I think that. Well, I do think that, but I've also endured the last six months of Bailey's character arc and have just been absolutely bored, like perplexed, almost annoyed by what a waste of talent it is. So the idea that, Becky Lynch shouting loudly about the last six months of my life being pretty boring when I had to watch this, just not erase the last six months of my life, and then basically putting the characters under the bus for what the writers have done, and it's the writers who've done this. I kiss my ass. This, <laughs> is, this is insulting. This is cowardly, this. Stand by your storyline. You've told it for six months. Stand by your characters. Do, Do something th- better that isn't... I don't know, this is just crap. This is absolutely crap.
2: I love Becky Lynch and buy her as a star still, but there's one of the things she's not that great at is like faking her mm. fire and her passion. You can tell when she's not really that invested in it and she's not really felt that way through most of this. She knows that there's probably something else she should be doing on this card. And this promo, the anger and the fire she was trying to summon, I think probably came from the bit of her that says, why am I stuck doing this? Mm. Rather than this, any kind of like storyline anger with the characters. Uh, so we come back
1: and the match is in progress. Becky Lynch and E.O. Sky. It's annoying, actually, because two of the, the best bits of this match actually happened during a break. I think it was halfway through this match rather than before, before we saw it. Um, Sky hit a great springboard drop kick and uh, Lynch here with a superplex anyway, Sky um, comes back with consecutive German suplexes after the break to get a near fall Lynch hits an exploder but Sky drop kicks her off the top rope uh, and hits a springboard moonsault for two Um, but when they get back in the ring yeah, that was on the outside when they get back in the ring Lynch dodges the big moonsault from EO Sky manhandle slam one,
2: two, three I kind of buzzed off this because it was nice to see, like the work was good, and I think both Becky Lynch and Io Sky truthfully have been in need of a match of a certain quality that's not really been there. Mm. But it was nice to see them having that match in front of a crowd that actually liked this. WWE could learn a thing or two from, like this was a pretty hot crowd Mm. for almost all of this show, but they could learn a thing or two from another podcast we talked about, about the benefit of giving The opening match slot to women that desperately need it when they've been let down by the booking. Charlotte and Rhea aren't going to get it. The six-woman tag isn't going to get it. We don't know where Ask and Bianca sits. That should be the night two opener. And I think this was good evidence of that. If you want to have this, the match will be all right. You know, if the crowd
0: look after it and if the wrestlers do their best, that's the slot for it. Uh, Again, does not excuse six months Mm. of just dire, flat, drab, just existing action or talking or whatever. But this at least made me realize that it will be all right in the night. I hate that whole philosophy. Mm. Episodic TV is meant to grip you for the uh, duration. And I hate the idea of, oh, the eh, storyline sucked or it was completely boring as hell, but the match will be good. I didn't even have vibes of, oh, the match will be good. If in fact it all pivots around exchanges between Io Sky and Becky Lynch, building to the hot tag. There is the core of a good match here at WrestleMania, and we saw a glimpse of it tonight. I thought Io Shirai in particular looked very, very sharp. Yeah. Very up for it.
1: Uh, We see uh, the Usos, Paul Heyman and Solosica walking through the back. And then there was this awesome video package for Asuka. I don't know where this has been. I mean, they've just given up entirely on the story they've been telling for the last few weeks of them being able to coexist. And they boiled it down to some mind games because you had the likes of... Corey Graves, Alina Vega, Kevin Owens, Lita, Molly Holly, Charlotte Flair, and MVP putting over Asuka's incredible history. Well, cherry-picking Asuka's incredible history yep. within WWE. That what they did. Undefeated streak, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all the people she's defeated, her dominance in NXT. Uh, yeah, and as I said, concluding with the mind game she's playing with Bianca Belair. This really got me hyped for a match that I, you know, as, as we've said on multiple occasions, match is going to be great because it's Bianca Belair versus Asuka hopefully the crowd will get into it because the storyline into it has been dreadful. But this sold me on it, but it was a bit disingenuous, I sense, you're about to say.
0: This really, really sold me on an Asuka match. If it was happening at WrestleMania 33. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Asuka fantastic in 2015, 16, and 17? Yes, she was. It's 2023. Her star aura has evaporated. She doesn't feel like she used to. I thought this was an insult to my intelligence. Then basically saying, yeah, yeah, the Builders sucked. Well, I had to watch it. so piss off, <laughs> first and foremost. And the idea of, they had to say, oh, she was so great in NXT. On the main roster as well, no. Nope. In flashes, but everyone's good in flashes because this roster's kind of world-class on its day. The idea that they were trying to insult my intelligence by cherry-picking is the phrase he used very well, very apt. I just got infuriated. And it's like, why can't you do it now? Why can't you show me? Why can't you show me how good she is now, rather than tell me how good she was six years ago? It's the opposite for me of effective promotion. I felt insulted watching this. It, was,
1: it reminds me a little bit, and I've, I've spoken about this before when I chat to mates of mine who've gone out of the loop of wrestling or whatever. And you know, I'm, I would never compare myself to the two of you, wrestling encyclopedias that you are. But I still have somewhat just sort of vicarious knowledge that I get off you. So when they go like, oh man, I'll never forget when Stone Cold fought, fought the Rock at WrestleMania 20. And I go like, well, well I didn't fight at WrestleMania 20. But <laughs> so like I'm watching that. And if I'm an idiot, I'm like, oh wow. Raw wins champion. SmackDown win champion, NXT win champion, Money in the Bank winner, Royal Rumble winner. But fortunately, they're all I, I Royal a, Rumble winners and yeah. Women's Bank winners. But especially because they're, they're all like, mid card champions. When they were like the first ever Women's Royal Rumble winner, and the voice in the back of my head goes, She, she lost. lost to, yeah. yeah, she lost at <laughs> WrestleMania. And then so there's like a 900 day streak of being undefeated, which she lost to Charlotte Flair inexplicably at WrestleMania. Five years ago.
2: Triple H can't book. Gap. Women anymore. Like, this was evidence of the fact that he used to be able to do this. Yeah. And he was almost wanting to flex about that on a show and in the first half an hour where he was trying to fake it till he made it. Like, let's put, oh, the women are opening Raw. Like, they're the focus of the big first match and the big show opening promo, and then we're going straight in to a video package. Like, it's women, women, women. They're just as important as the men, actually. Like, they're not and don't lie to me. To Cedric's point, don't lie to me because I've watched this. I've watched you fail these characters over and over and over again. This was, and like, to the point where you can't even book women sequentially correctly because this is an absolutely tremendous post-elimination chamber device. Asuka wins the Elimination Chamber. They said, well, it's Asuka versus Bianca Belair. That was how we got here, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's Asuka versus Bianca Belair for a belt at WrestleMania. And tonight, we're going to take a look at Champion and Challenger in special videos. And then that's, like, your week one.
1: Yeah, because Bianca one was great as well.
2: Yeah. And then Bianca the following week says, I saw that video. And, like, I hope she saw mine. Because as far as I'm concerned, that streak is in the past. And we're level pegging. And I think I've surpassed you. And then you're on your way. And instead, it's dribbling goo." and now we land well, belts. at belts yeah now yeah. we land at the video package and it's just it's ass about tick cuz he's not done a good job and he's trying to but and this is what we was saying at the on the start of this podcast right as a standalone at the start of this podcast you said the power's back power's back and here's why as a sta- <laughs> as a standalone episode of raw right i think this was probably the best wrestlemania go home in forever like, wow. they like Vince stopped booking them. He stopped, we used to say go yeah. home for preview copy, but he just stopped booking them, right? This paid attention to almost all the key players, and the ones that didn't will probably be on SmackDown, and it virtually covered all of them. And I thought it was absolutely tremendous. And they know, because the power's back, the business is kind of booming, and people might just be tuning in. It's WrestleMania week. This yeah. was in called WrestleMania Raw. And to your point about your mates, that, like, all right, I'll have a three-hour primer. It'll get me rid of WrestleMania. It was like... Wow. I wish I'd been watching since the Rumble. You wish you'd been watching some of it since the Rumble, but not all it of, is, it. Is, or,
0: or, of it. None of it. None of it in this instance.
2: Mega effective promotion of this match on one night that asks you to use the Men in Black Memory eraser it's for the, the bulk I of the can't story. It's 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 like like the it's there's this is the you know, there's a good and bad version of everything, as Sidgwick says. This is my good and bad version of the good and bad version of everything. <laughs> we've, we've good and bad sectioned it because I would rather Triple H do this on the Go Home rather than not do it at all. Yeah. I don't want them to come out and be like, aye, yeah, hold my hands up, I've knackered this, so you're getting at all. I'd rather feel hyped at the last if they can get me there.
0: Let's ask but, a cut of pro in Japanese. Yeah, I'm not against that either. Like, I thought this was super effective and a lie. Mm, total lie. It was too much of a lie for me. It was... Six years ago, all of these highlights were broadcast. There wasn't even that many from the last two, three, four. That's ridiculous. You know what the equivalent of this is, right? I understand wrestling's got to fake it more. So I understand it's not a complete one-on-one one, uh, comparison, right? Say that there's a Super Sunday, right? And they've already kind of exhausted. You can't have every single Premier League team play every single televised fixture on Sky Sports. It's not fair, right? So what they do is, right, okay, I have to sex it up a little bit because I want people to watch. So say in um, October next season, it's uh, Fulham versus Knott's Forest, who've just survived. Skin of their teeth, right? Mm. And they have another mental summer transfer window, right? And they get a bit desperate and they think, you know what? We'll take a punt on Deli Ali. He's still only, what, 27 or something? He's still in his 20s. Um, What a weird finished footballer. Well, Peli Pali is. Well, what if they go, right, okay? It's uh, careers have been brought back from the dead before. That Goethe for, wasn't he in the Germany squad? Goethe, yeah, yeah. he was in the uh, the Germany squad for the World Cup, so it's not unheard of. Mm -hmm. So their recruitment says, right, okay. Um, there's not much interest in him He's not going to be that expensive anymore why wouldn't we take a punt if he can be as good as he once was right the equivalent here is sky sports putting a five-minute video package of his best tottenham hotspur highlights <laughs> yeah and saying god damn it not not forest are gonna win they've got deli alley <laughs> not how this works yeah it's this should be the real world it's a fake world, but it has to be real. It has to be credible. And this is just no- absolute nonsense to me. I thought it was cowardice. I, I
1: felt a little bit, when you were saying that, it reminded me a bit when I used to tune in just to watch TakeOvers. Yeah. And I'd be like, God, should I be watching the TV? No.
2: Well, again, like I suppose here, so we had a Bianca Belair video later on. We're mm-hmm. cover these together, can't we? Because it's, well. that's the last build. Even if, i would not suggesting this would have, like, solved some of Sidgwick's problems with it, but even if Bianca Belair rather than it just being a video who would cut a promo afterwards and saying, I'd just watched a video and it was five years ago. I'm, I'm the EST right now. Like, you're the Empress. You're not the Empress of tomorrow, the Empress of yesterday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's a video package that illustrates that point. It's time to play the game.
0: Time to, time play, time the to game. play the game. Mina had a more famous WrestleMania match than Asuka. So what does that say about Asuka? (laughs) (laughs) Game. You just said, as a joke, a riff on WWE's dialogue, The Empress of Yesterday. Did it, did it, did it, did it. What pun wordplay thing did Alexa Bliss say about Asuka once upon a time? In about 2018, in fact. Uh, The Empress of what?
1: Never. Uh... God. The Empress of Nothing
0: What's it? Da ding ding da ding ding Wait there Wait left, left. Oh yeah
2: oh, bingo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Empress of that Empress of nothing
1: God what, My brain's used up With thinking about that
2: It's not even like It's not a time period no. They got it wrong uh, you, you got it right
1: But he
0: got it right Yeah Yeah
1: Kathy Kelly uh, interviews <laughs> Seth Rollins. They recap the whole Logan Paul thing. Uh, and he's a bit pissed off being asked about getting sucker punched and ko for the second time. Um, and then in comes Mustafa Ali, who says that Rollins should think more positive. Oh, Ali.
0: This <laughs> oh, yes, is your bread and butter, Guess you what guys.
1: <laughs> Ali's back. Power's back. The
2: power is back. Uh, and Rollins. He's here. He's half and half. Yeah. He's
1: <laughs> he said, make a t-shirt out of that. And he said, I remember you trying to get a match with me for ages. Uh, why don't we do it tonight? And all these like, no, you're good, thanks, mate. I'm crap. And he's like, no,
0: no, no. I'll see you out. See you out there. Was there a bit of side eye from Rollins looking at him and saying, that, that's my gimmick. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I noticed I, that. I thought that was like a,
2: a bit of a cute detail here, like positive Ali is like, he's not going to spend week after week nicking people's gimmicks. But he's like, how... Do I get this guy's attention enough to get this match and like spin it as like a character thing? And it's like, what's the best you I can be and knock together from I don't know, like a target down the road or something? And he came in with that. to bring DDT, DDT,
1: DDP back in and have him team with Ali. That's what we're going to do. Oh my god! Why? That's not a bad thing, Robon. A bad that's a good
0: thing. Ah, uh, positive. Yeah. Yeah. He's called his mate.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so then we
1: got uh, Mustafa Ali versus Seth Rollins.
2: Sorry, we're at a point now where like a goddamn theme is so over that you can lead the crowd in like a long sing, clearly going longer than they intended to, like they're getting the beauty shots of the crowd and everything. And we're never gonna put Rap Mains' new version on. It's gonna <laughs> remain that one forever. Did you see the tweet yesterday, by the way? I used the um the hang on,
1: I'll play it again. He probably gets in trouble, but still. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But
0: here's my number. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Matt Raines got a tweet from someone saying, Man, you just clipped that off. He was like, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. The Not to bury the guy, though, he's a good guy. No. no, no. Brennan. Yes, of course. Yeah, Brennan, yeah. Um
2: love Brennan. So,
1: yeah, uh, Ollie got his ass kicked. He, like, maybe got one forearm shot in before Rollins knocked him over into the corner, stomped his face, trapped him, sort of hung him upside down off the turnbuckle. Did a big stomp off that, and then just to finish him off, did a huge stomp that Ali sold brilliantly to get the quick victory. Uh, Rollins after the match says, I'm going to get my hands on Logan Paul on night one of WrestleMania. Paul's got a history of making a joke out of himself, but if I can't uh, if I can't beat Logan Paul at WrestleMania, he's not a joke. I am. Uh, and then said it's Paul's birthday on April 1st, but they're not going to be singing that song. They're going to be singing mine. I'm not going to do it again.
2: Loved this, all of it. This Ooh. was, loved it, loved it. This was a, uh, I would com- I would compare this to one of them great Dynamite, obvious winner, obvious loser matches. Doesn't, like, didn't, like, it was obvious how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a quick snapshot of the winner. Like, the loser was entertaining to me because he's been given freak show booking and I'm into it. <laughs> um, and I thought the promo was tremendous. Like, Seth Rollins. Tremendous. Tremendous. I really like this angle. I've been saying it for a while. I think Seth Rollins, I had no idea that this gimmick could suddenly be such an effective gatekeeper. And maybe it's because Logan Paul's such an effective heel in contrast. It maybe is, yeah. maybe that character that, well, that person that Logan Paul is, that awful creature that he is, is the perfect contrast that many baby faces could be a gatekeeper. But the fact that Rollins in this specific version of himself is so believable to me. Like it's there's a bit of him that's like, look at me. I look preposterous. This is who you've got to be to survive in this world. How dare you come in with your drink and think you can have it. You can't. It's mine. And the happy birthday into the music. And again, the moment. They made a little capital M moment of the people going nuts. I cannot wait for the WrestleMania crowd to go. Like, they've shown me a visual I want a bigger blown-up SoFi Stadium version of, which is what WrestleMania is always supposed to be. And I'm going to get it. It's like, we're not going to get Finn Balor eh, arms up this year might my a eh, version instead. <laughs> But they've given. Hey, have a look at this one. Yeah. Have a look at the Seth Rollins ones instead. Again, like I thought, this was mega effective. Go home show stuff, and I'm more into the
0: match than I was. Loved it. We're very different people. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this is just generic. We don't have Paul here. What do we do? What 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 do people like about Seth? Um, well, looking at some of his <sighs> strikes in that match with Ali, not his ring work, even though they do like his ring work. I thought it the trio of bit... stomp was good. I look terrible. You're not like that. No, I think crap. he's going to do it to Logan Paul on Sunday, uh, Saturday. <laughs> Hopefully he can, like, make it look snug. <laughs> it was fine. I like the song. Maybe a cute thought of at his birthday. I'll have him get the song in. And people like the song. I'm the miserable guy on the island. I accept that. But, yeah, it was, it was fine.
2: It's weird because it is the song more than the guy. I acknowledge that it's yes. the song more than the guy. But it can't just be any guy. Like, he's not completely removed from it. <laughs> yes, so you yes. You can't yes. put the song on, like, not to criticize this guy specifically, but you can't put the song on Johnny Gargano right now. And just be like, don't buy anything on <laughs> no. Johnny uh, but and, and make him suddenly as over as Seth Rollins is. It is a bit of, but the song is definitely the thing, but it has to be Seth with it, yeah, um, I think,
1: as well. And I wouldn't worry too much because Grayson Wall is going to lead him to a great match on Saturday, so you'll be all right, Johnny Baron Corbin. Oh, uh, he's complained to Postman Pierce about not having a match at WrestleMania despite doing all the signings and appearances for it. He's like, this bloody guy, and then he turns around and Chelsea Greens there Asking to speak to the manager Um, She wants in the big tag team Showcase match of course Despite the fact that She hasn't got got a partner No Carmella I think Piper Niven's like I've had enough of her i had one week And that's more than enough But then Sonya Deville shows up And he says "All right, You can have a qualifying match Tonight uh, Against
2: two losers There's Piper Niven not in it But yeah There's a bit This is weird right We know If there's nothing else in WWE At this time of year Is that it's a rat race To get to Wrestlemania Uh Piper Niven should probably put those personal issues aside and realise that this was like a fast track to get on the card, logically. Um, I hope is all right. Yes. Off to the the side. Um, Baron Corbin has never been more in the right as the backstage complainer than he was here because his Boogs match was just dropped cold, wasn't it? We previewed that yesterday. Oh, yeah. So his complaint was, you've taken me off the card... For this WrestleMania, so it works
1: in weird stuff. This WrestleMania ways, yeah.
2: qualifier, I've lost my spot. Things can't get any worse for me, and now you're making it even worse. I again, I continue to like the All the sh- drizzles down on top of Baron Corbin. I think my esteemed colleague here does a great article every year that I look forward to about the weird. I don't know you're doing it this year because it's not it's a Vince quirk, but the post WrestleMania push. Maybe I haven't decided yet. I think Corbin's a real candidate for it because, like, look how much slid downwards on like positive alley. And I've just called him positive alley. It's a thing now. Like, Corbin's got something, mm. I think, with this. I don't think he's I was very worried for him as one of like the um, April chopping block guys. And I'm not. I think he rebounds off this. Not everybody does, but I think he, he does all right. got, I
1: like Corbin. he's got something about him. Uh, at least even when he just goes, Seriously. Yeah, like he's he got, just watches someone basically get at least a fifty fifty chance against WrestleMania. And Pierce is just like, got an out for you, mate. Sorry.
2: He's I don't know if he's got it in him he's on the verge of, you know, like when Kevin Owens was realising how a game the system and he was like, it's absolutely stupid here. If you try and play within the rules, you're on a hiding of nowhere. Corbyn's face is starting to look that of a man <laughs> that is starting to realise that, like, what's the point in playing within this redundant system? That
0: power's back, though.
2: The power is absolutely back.
0: Stop selling it. Stop no selling it. <laughs>
1: Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's
0: quince.com slash upgrade.
2: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United
1: Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh my god. It was time for the Brock Lesnar and Omos weigh in. Yeah. Oh my god. Almost yeah. an MVP. <laughs> almost MVP come out. Uh, MVP talks about Brock Lesnar's huge WrestleMania wins, Kurt Angle, Goldberg, Roman Reigns, and of course, ending the Undertaker's streak. Uh, he says, but unlike all those men, Lesnar, you are not going to be able to F5 or suplex Omos. You can't beat him at WrestleMania because get Gale- on the scales, Omos. And they had someone who knew how to work them because they did it in. Less than 10 minutes to work out he's
2: 410 pounds. Amazing. What's wrestling's obsession with? Owl's scales. Like, who has these scales other than wrestlers it's anymore? It's all visual, like, isn't it? I suppose. Like, you can't
0: the, use, like, one of these thin, like, the ones glass. that stand on your yeah. feet with, yeah. like, a tiny little thing.
2: You put the number on, like, a scoreboard deal and yeah. hoist it in the rig. Yeah, yeah. be a
0: big prop. Yeah. It's never I, sounded more like Vince. <laughs> it does need to be a big prop. Like, remember... The Undertaker, a bit of a deep cut, before he had the body bag of "I've just killed you" <laughs> imagery. He had like a little bit of soil. It was quite ominous, mm. but it just didn't register on TV particularly well. Yeah. He it's was, good. he was, yet Again, he was no Christian Cage with soil in his hand. Was it? No, no, no. It's
2: not the first time he's failed. to Christian have
0: Cage to. is better at coffin matches, casket matches, wrestling.
2: More on Christian Cage later. Then finish, finish your point.
0: Then the Undertaker, and
1: I mean. <coughs> Folks, where's the lie? Hate him. Hate The Undertaker. Yeah. So Lesnar comes out, not messing about. He, yeah. Good day. With his hands. <laughs> he gets down there. I'm not getting Wade <laughs> Done this before. Goes straight after Omos. Fair point, because he doesn't need to. No. no. There's no weight division. division. Uh, he flies into him, but he doesn't knock him over. Omos only stumbles, and he's... Caught by the turnbuckle. So Lesnar picks. This is the point where I was like, okay, I'll allow those scales. Because Lesnar just picked it up. And was like, <laughs> well, I'm just going to run into him with this. But he ran straight into a big boot from Omos, who knocks him out of the ring. Uh, Lesnar's looking at him outside, and he's, he's a bit thrown by all this. Uh, whilst Omos stands there looking like Crash Holly from back in the day, like, Come on, get back in. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible chaos.
2: So a couple of weeks ago, the wrong people thought they were right when Brock and almost kind of fudged their little over-the-top rope deal and they had to clean. Oh, well, I've it.
1: seen on the replay. Well, this is it. They cleaned it up in
2: both. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking questions. The wrong people thought they were right when that interaction sort of fell down a little bit. But this week, the right people have proved those wrong people wronger than ever. Because Brock Lesnar somehow balancing backing off and not knowing what to do, but not betraying him like yeah. this sort of babyface aura remind you that he was always a really good pro wrestler this was always first like you know that jim ross loved him because of his amateur background and his real b- watch told me <laughs> once
0: upon a time that I could like you can make a lot of money with an athletic big man
2: just once tell me what ncaa stands for and i'll care about with jim just f- once but like he was always good at sports entertainment he just decided he couldn't be arsed with it anymore he bought himself a jet and it still didn't make it any yeah. easier And I think he deserves credit for getting this over. It's a hard job. I'm buzzing about this match. (laughs) That's just going
0: to rule. Yeah. This was a genuinely thrilling glimpse into this match that's going to rule. And we said all along, it's like we said all along, vindication, this match is going to be great. Just a stupid, electrifying, (laughs) daft, unfussy, fat-free spectacle. It's going to pick him up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's it, isn't it? (laughs) two, Two spots. I mean, the pinfall, obviously, right? But... Almost being knocked over and almost being picked up and that's it, that's all it takes. He's
0: gonna fail to pick him up and he's gonna make a thing, can he pick him up? Yeah. And then when he picks him up, like, I can't believe oh. he picked him up. That's not doing the old thing? <laughs> oh, hold his. Back. Well, I'm genuine, I'm not, really yeah. I can't believe he
1: picked him up. It's,
0: I'm not being facetious. It's <laughs> going to be great. Yeah. Like it's you know like
1: the <laughs> Pick him up. <laughs>
2: The German is going to be awesome. Oh, almost, a almost folding on his neck is going to be crazy. Like I said, like, he's going to fold off a German and like, the tips of his toes are going to touch the top rope because oh, yes. he's such a long-bodied man.
1: He's probably going to accidentally like, catch Lesnar with an elbow as he gets Germans, so Lesnar's going to get busted open. Oh, this is going to be the best match at WrestleMania.
2: I'm chasing the dragon of the very first time when Paul Heyman said it couldn't be done at Survivor Series 2002, the first time Brock. It's not even about the delivery of the F five. It's the visual of him in like across his back. Yeah, almost like he's like what, like seven eight foot tall, like the whole length of his body on Brock's shoulders. Come on, man. It's like Like, you know
0: those. um, Was it Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho when they were really going sports to the AEW and (laughs) they were building up the double or nothing match? And it's like you know Kenny Omega's the best athlete in wrestling. He's really taking this seriously, and he's like in the the winter. Landscape of Manitoba, yeah. and he's just he's got a tree trunk. Yeah, it's like that. He's gonna have a tree trunk. That's too long. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: red Brock Lesnar's head's gonna get when he gets picked up for the tree slam as well?
2: Oh my god! He'll
1: probably like I don't know, kick off almost and do a backflip or something. Already a
2: pool of sweat. It, like it looks like he's getting thrown into a swimming pool when he gets splash when he hits the canvas. It's
1: gonna be amazing.
0: Can't wait. Class. <laughs>
1: uh, Rhea Ripley interview. Um, after a, a video package for Charlotte Flair and like, uh, I know about Charlotte's accomplishments, accomplishments. Easy for me to say. Uh, I don't need to be reminded every week she's a 14-time champ. I've got to beat Charlotte, be the best and biggest star in this industry um, and I need Charlotte's title to do so. It's my destiny uh, against Charlotte's legacy. I plan on winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Short and sweet, this.
2: Yes, the dynamic is absolutely knackered. Charlotte, yes. Charlotte Flair cannot be a babyface, and ultimately it's forced Rhea Ripley back into this. She fits awkwardly, which is why I think they lent heavily on Damien Priest being Dominic's running buddy more than Rhea here, because it just wouldn't have wouldn't have. Sky- it didn't last week when she had the damage guitar handicap. They've accepted the position they've put themselves in with always catering to Charlotte Flair, it would seem. Uh, but good. Like, she still feels like a star, I believe her. Mm. I just wish... It'd been Bianca. I wish there was a clear babyface heel dynamic that they'd laid out in the first place. Charlotte Flair makes things difficult sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. I love babyface Charlotte Flair. you reminded me about the um the promo. No, 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 the when she won the title beating Rhonda the other day on the SmackDown review
0: when she was like,
1: Give me a fing belt! Oh my babyface. face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks everyone.
2: Are you
0: warning me? What I have to say is important. <laughs> Shut up. Turn heel.
2: I will not apologise for the behaviour of my father. Well, lots of us do. You should. Uh, right. And I apologise for buying his friggin' 3Ds DVD set and funding one more play and ride. I'm freak.
1: Finn Balor oh, has a re taped <laughs> promo, which was a lot better than Edges, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, he says, go to you, Doke, please. <laughs> use your bloody candles. I don't know why that made me laugh. Go you on, know, get your candles out, you, you loser.
2: One like me, who's going to use uh, post-production... Adobe, yes. yeah, no. to uh, Photoshop a demon on my face. I don't this need just to summon Sucks. <laughs> I
0: just That's summon my sucks. demon.
1: He's always there. You just need to look closely. He didn't need to look that closely because yeah, <laughs> it was just all over
2: the screen in a second. Right, it sucks. It's rubbish. Stop being serious. Edgemphimbala yeah. is the best when it's fun rather than it's serious. So I've suddenly got some reservations for Hell in a Cell.
0: Oh, Acting. Yeah,
2: don't, I, I'm worried about it going long. I'm worried about growling. I'm worried about tongue demon. I should be thinking Eyes
0: bulging it. is my fear.
2: I should be thinking about purple demon, and I saw a red one. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that can save His face before the spear, you can see it. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finn here said demon versus devil, didn't he? That's yes. Jeff Edge. Where's the devil come from? He's in AEW. Hell. Who is currently residing in hell. Oh. Uh. Christian Cage, who's booked for WrestleMania, Gangrel. <laughs> All three of the brood, up from hell. That's where Edge has been. Don't, He's been I to don't find a friend Christian, in hell. I don't want Christian in the Fed. Come on, man. Christian versus Randy Orton for
0: SummerSlam. <laughs> LFG? Nah, Christian Cage and AW is amazing. Yeah, it is really great.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what else is really great. This eight-man tag match.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Street (laughs) Street Brothers, Ricochet. Jim Ross loved it. What did you think of it, (laughs) Sid? That was really good.
1: (laughs) Street Brothers, Ricochet and Braun Strowman against Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders. with The spots in these were ridiculous. Strowman at one point came in, cleared house, and did his pose. Because look at the size of him. Ford came in and did his own double bicep pose. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, this is great. Um... The ring got cleared at one point, and there was a showdown between the big lads. Ivar, Otis, and Braun, (laughs) which... Ivar goes after Strowman. Otis hit... I think he hit a pounce in here somewhere. Uh, Braun got sent to the outside. Ford comes off the top, and Otis just catched him. Catched him? Caught him. (laughs) Getting carried away. uh, And slammed him down. Um... Eric, we going to break off the back of that. When we come back, Eric's got Ford in a chin lock, hands it off to Otis, and Maxine Dupree cannot believe what she's watching as uh, Otis takes his shirt off and gives a little shout out, hitting a running elbow. Uh, and in the end, Angelo Dawkins gets a hot tag, runs wild. The Strowman Express knocks over everyone at ringside. He gets back in. Ricochet does a swanton off Strowman's shoulders. And then Montez Ford, as we predicted, was like, oh, that's nice. What about this, though? A frog splash off the top turnbuckle over Strowman's head, turning in midair, hitting out Eric for the pinfall victory.
2: Oh, my God. You're right, Matt. This kicked ass. Kicked like, ass. T- again, go-home stuff. Like, you've made me want to watch the WrestleMania Showcase match. And you have, I think... Shown me and told me at the same time that there might be a half decent tag division off the back of the Usos, Kevin and Sammy. <laughs> there is a good, like assuming that Kevin and Sammy win, but even if they lose, there are you've shown me four teams that suddenly warrant a title shot, and one of them are presumably going to get it if they win the showcase. They're going to get some profile off the back mm. of this. The finish was so inspired. The time, the point of the match at which Ron went for the juju, like it made you believe that they're cooking. For Saturday, they're thinking about, like, they're going to be given, like, 10 minutes or something. Right, well, how much can you fit in? Who's going to take control of the match? Who's going to, like, have that, like, young Bucks thought of just, like, shut up and listen to me. I'm going to put this together and it's going to roll and we're going to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. Put somebody in charge of it. The best, I don't know out of these who it is, but somebody's got to be. probably? Probably, yeah. Like, somebody's got to be in charge of the construction of this because if it's half as good as this, they've nailed it. The crowd were going I ape for this, yeah, and it was just nonsense filler to get to WrestleMania.
0: So impressed, this was so good that it's changed my fantasy booking. Wow. I had an idea of Strowman um, and Ricochet being the ones to split up um, after it was teased that the Street Profit slash and rather and Alpha Academy split up owing to the various goings on and the storylines. I think that if they split up the belts there's another Universal or a World Heavyweight or whatever, and there's like just two champions for each brand. I originally thought, right, Strowman could turn on Ricochet because he hates flippy guys, and there's anti-flippy guy law, and then he could destroy Ricochet and then go on to be one of Cody's B-level pay-per-view challenges mm-hmm. before Gunther. That's how I had his arc plotted out. Now he could be a contender for the secondary world title because look how over he is. Don't yeah. ruin that. The guy is... It really helps that he's operating on the curve of every literally every other guy that Triple H rehired. <laughs> every other wrestler that yeah. Triple H rehired. Strowman is the rule proving exception to the rule that Triple H is finished and he's boring and he's stupid.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Strowman is over as hell, up for it. People really like him. He's worked great tag matches. He had a really kind of Refined, well-crafted match with Gunther, where he did the bloody job. He used to have an ego, didn't he? It was always the attitude problem. Mm. There was always, why isn't Strowman the guy? Well, one, they love Roman. Two, there were issues with his attitude, turning up late, thought he was entitled to it. Obviously, he was an idiot during the whole uh, control-your-narrative debacle. Maybe he's grown up. Maybe. He's just... he he's always going to say something stupid.
2: He is. When he was released, you kind of thought, right... I knew he'd be back. Well, that was it. You it, called it, it, yeah. It was WWE a bust for him, wasn't it? So maybe that's really helped in a sense that he's had a look at the landscape and thought, right, if I don't shut up and open my ears or think about things a little bit more, I'm out of this industry, possibly. The, the finish here has set up a fantastic Braun and Ricochet spot at WrestleMania as well because you just redo it where Ford's thinking oh great they're doing their awesome little ricochet walking off the shoulder the sent on I'll do that again but he forgets now that they're not on the same team so Braun just looks down and thinks no and just lifts you know when like a referee is lifted by a wrestler yeah. he can do that to Montez I don't think so mate he yeah. just tosses him out the ring or something like they've set up a cool false finish with a cool finish this was great hot crowd for a wrestling match on the WWE show like this is the hottest the were all night yeah what a tonic uh, <laughs> apart from Cody's entrance yeah
1: <laughs> Speaking of Cody, he's backstage with Kathy Kelly for an interview. Uh, asked if he's been put in a vulnerable position with um Says, look, we're both undefeated. Um, if he wonders if uh, Reigns and Heyman think he's got a chance tonight or even at WrestleMania, why is it so important that Cody wrestles the enforcer? Because they know the answer to the question. Um, Cody's earned it. Uh, the fire didn't start when he came back. It started a long time before that. Not only has he earned it, he's lived it. Tonight, Zulu finds out he's not ready. And at Mania, he defeats Roman Reigns and becomes the undisputed WWE Universal Champion.
2: Never in a million years, and especially not 2019, did I think I would love Cody this much. as John Cena and Bret Hart at the same time. He's ready to be the cookie-cutter, cliche-spouting top star who also wants to be the like the, the working guy. I'll wrestle every week. I'll be the fighting champion one of these one of these weeks. Cody's going to give a title shot to Positive Ali, and it's going to bang a little bit, and he's going to win, but it's going to be for the bail. Wait. I love him. I absolutely love this man. I don't know how they've done it. <laughs> I do because it's him. He's an he's a he's an incredible worker. Yeah, he's he's lying to me. The heel turn is going to be just as effective and incredible one of these days because that's Cody. Mm. He's he's got it all.
0: Welcome to twenty
2: nineteen. Nice of you to join me. Just uh,
0: uh, Yeah.
2: I think like imagine like imagine like some heels or something like I don't know, barricaded himself in a in a room and he just <laughs> wraps like a, a hanky or a scarf or something around, he punches his way through the glass just to get him. He's <laughs> be 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 so behind him. Never used to buy that
0: but like so <laughs> behind him now. Because <laughs> he's in WWE. Yeah, he's better. So you biased. are correct, he's better. You are so biased.
2: No, <laughs> he's WWE is the place for him. Always said this because he's a liar. Cody Rhodes is a, is not the uh grandson of a plumber, nor did he always say he was. Sometimes he did. But like <laughs> around here. this is like you know what he is? He's the face of a of the market leader, not the challenger brand. That's the difference. And, Both and great. It, but he but Both he wasn't but he wasn't great. he blew it. Like he he blew that in AEW, We did. Like there are hangman but you said it, hangman page is the main character He's the of AEW. He's, He's the face of the challenger brand. Cody Rhodes is the face of the, the market Kobe leader. Cody
0: Rhodes is Cult leader rhetoric was fundamental to the success of AEW.
2: It was. And then I think its flaws showed themselves in the way that I don't think they will when he becomes the Cena. Assuming he does. Assuming he does. We'll see. He to. One too
0: many pretty fancy words. Take it from me. And comment sections. <laughs> <laughs> the world's over.
1: They are not necessarily over. Uh, this is where we got the Bianca Belair video package. And then they did something completely surprising to me. The Austin Theory promo in the yeah. empty arena which I thought was really effective. He says, they, they show the video. He's in the arena. No one's there, obviously. He says, Cena's wrong. You think you expose me on the mic? You exposed yourself. Uh, he says, you can't see the future in front of your eyes. Uh, if you wanted to hit me with a, uh, well, it's, uh, it's like you wanted to hit theory with a reality check, telling me, you know that no one believes in me, not even you. But like, I, I stand in this arena all alone because there is no difference between this now and a sold out, sold out SoFi Stadium on Saturday. Um, He doesn't do this for the next kid growing up wanting to be the next Theory. He doesn't do this to be the next John Cena. He does it for himself. Uh, He had a purpose way before anyone had an opinion about him. It's so sad uh, to know that he would have let John Cena go down the hero, but he had to make this personal. Everyone looks up to Cena, but it'll be so fitting that he's going to be looking up to me, says Theory. That's not a theory, because he's going to make Cena believe in him, make him believe in Austin Theory, the WWE universe that he loves so much. Austin Theory is going to make them stop believing in John Cena.
2: I th- thought this was awesome, right? Uh, I could say, I was, talked about this in the office this morning, I could say this is like Austin Theory's best promo ever, but like what's <laughs> what's two, three, four, and five? Like, it's maybe the only good, really good promo he's ever cut. This is the closest to a money promo he's ever cut. Um, this was proper, extenuate the positives, hide the negatives for me. Like... In those buildings, like theory isn't it, right? Austin theory is not it. And I believe that. And John Cena cut that promo and then we had two, three weeks, whatever it was, of theory kind of proving John Cena right. Worst case scenario. Now, it doesn't matter that theory is not it because they're trying to make him it. This is how you do it. Like, I don't think he's it and I don't think a victory over John Cena is going to make him it. But I think at the exact right moment, they've allowed me to buy in with six days notice and... Let's see how that goes. Mm. As a cynic to us, in theory, this might be the peak of his entire career because I just don't think he'll ever make it, but I will remember this. Really great delivery, logical content, and the perfect place to set it. Honestly, a tremendous bit of business for a guy that I just don't think will
0: ever be what they want him to be. I don't necessarily disagree with all of that. Delivery was the best in some time. Two problems with this. One, do not want to be reminded of pandemic era, early pandemic (laughs) era pro wrestling shows ever again in that weird echo. That's the ceiling fan. The ceiling fan, that pervasive sense of wrongness, that sense of this does not belong in this context whatsoever. Get out of this context. It's grim, it's bleak, it's dangerous. It's antithetical to professional wrestling. is a live performance art. So I just, uh, got the willies. Oh, man, theory gives me the (laughs) (laughs) creeps. Didn't like that. One, It was a uh, bold strategy, Carton, mm. to tell this story through this promo of there's going to be shock and all the rest of it when, like, the silence reverberates throughout the arena because what he's trying to get at here was the contrast between the John Cena superstar reaction to what it's going to be at the end. Well, it's going to be not like nothing you've ever heard <laughs> except I heard it, like, moments later during one of the most heatless matches you'll ever, <laughs> ever see in your life with three out of four women who've been just completely underserved by Triple H. Like, diabolical mm. promotion. Like, at least Vince McMahon at his worst was just stupid. And his idea of a star presentation was just very, very silly. Triple H is so beige. Such a beige gay. <laughs> that, my God, that women's tag.
2: Dead. And in terms of theory, the only time anybody earnestly reacted to Eight Down Down was Vince when he thought it was Austin's. Yeah, and he, he yeah, went yeah. early. Oh.
0: Oh. I'll tell you what, Clash at the Castle, I pop for Eight Down Down. Because I was oh, yeah, the, caught up in a Fed moment. I, and oh my God, I was like, oh, he's going to cash in. Oh, to of course, Spent yeah. three months absolutely buying him, didn't he? At yeah. one pay per view at a
2: time. How are we going to kill Austin Theory this month? <laughs> Loving it. It's like 2003 Wrestler as a book.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Crush him. Uh, before we get to the tag match Lost theory is a 2003 wrestler yeah. <laughs> By which I mean Just someone plucked from Developmental With no personality With short stars Who was it you referenced The other day Escobar Eric Escobar Oh my
1: god We're a terrible wrestler <laughs> I Forgot about him uh, Before we Ricky, get to the Ricky Ortiz And his rally towel God damn it Uh, We found out that Stacey Keebler is heading into the 2023 Hall of Fame, which was lovely. Um, And uh, uh, Andy was reading out her comments about this in People magazine, I do believe. It's a lovely, lovely moment for her uh, joining Mysterio, Kaufman, Muta. Is that it so far? Should be Victoria, but it's not going to be again this year. She's not going in. It really annoys me. But still, massive congratulations to Stacey Keebler. That was followed by Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green versus Candice LeRae. Skip. Yep. Sonya Deville and Chelsea going to WrestleMania. Enough of all that. It's now time for this. It's short. It's crap. It's wrestling related. The five-star review review. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's five-star review review is brought to you by Luke Cullen, if you want to suggest something short, crap, and wrestling-related for us to review, instead of a god-awful, heatless, uh, <laughs> raw <laughs> match, uh, you can do so by either um, subscribing to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five-star review on there, or leave us a five-star review on Spotify, screenshot it, We need the proof. And then email it to me, adam.wilborne at whatculture.com. Just like Luke has done here. Uh, Luke writes, Hello, Adam and the Dadleys. My name is Luke Cullen. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Yeah. Just coming back from a big St. Paddy... Just coming back from a big St. Paddy's Day weekend here in Ireland, where I saw my first ever wrestling event in the form of uh, Over the Top Rope... Over the Top Wrestling's Scrapper Mania. We saw... Uh, Pat Killian Dane, Trent Seven, and the best independent wrestlers the country has to offer. I even brought my dad, who isn't really a wrestling fan, but did seem to enjoy it overall, and for sure appreciates why I love this sport. Plus... I had an LA night yeah. Yeah, off with a fellow channel fan. Oh, great. Uh, I, I like that. Like that. that rules. Check this out, though. In between, I had two cycling races, which I've done for the past few years now, racing against the best amateurs in the country and even pros at national championships and big multi-day stage races racing up to 170 kilometers. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Uh, this past, Jesus. The, this past year has been, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> has been wild for me, uh, with big highs and lows, but since 2016, you guys and the rest of what culture have been a big help to me and my mental health, whether it's out training, working on English essays for college, or on my worst days, you guys have been there for me. Uh, expe- especially when I did an exchange in Stockholm last se- semester and I was missing my family for the five star review review. Pick whatever segment will bring us the most laughs and most perverted comments. Thank you for all you guys do. It means the world to me, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Good
0: guy. Thank you very much, Luke. Uh, Luke Cullen. Luke Cullen. Definitely had interactions with him. Good guy.
2: Good Good guy. guy. Uh,
0: I'm fated to just read corny comments.
2: It's not going to go well, this, is it? No. Thanks...
0: Thanks, Thanks Luke. Luke.
1: So I thought to, you know, celebrate the fact she's heading into the Hall of Fame, we could have uh, a Stacey Keebler match um, from WWE. Oh, boy. It's a bikini contest against Tory Wilson. Of course it is. <laughs> because, I mean, he, he put the comments first. He, he put the rest in second. Is He's putting this on Luke. Uh, I mean, so com- com- it's combined effort, me and Luke, tag team. You're
2: giving the people what they want.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: right. You didn't go for Stacey Keebler versus Manami Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hamlet,
1: take us back to uh, Tori Wilson of the Alliance, taking on Stacey Keebler
2: of the Alliance in a, in a uh,
1: bikini contest in presumably 2001.
2: Yeah, I don't want to take us back. Um, <laughs> Tori Wilson was soon to, like these were both obviously immensely popular in that era, because they were chicks that would take their clothes off. But Tory Wilson was about to join Team WWE as a result of a relationship with Tajiri. Yes. Who would come from ECW, but he was friends with William Regal. And you know what it's like when you're hanging out with the absolute best. The storylines get a little <laughs> bit confused. <laughs> and uh, alignments get completely fucking ruined. So Tajiri's was. And he was in WWE. And the story was going that way as well. And... Tori and Stacy had come in as a double act to kind of target Trish and Lita as part of their. Nah. And everybody fights everybody else. And this is how you're going to split them up.
0: Well, yeah. Well, fortunately f- for them, <laughs> all women secretly hate <laughs> each other when you're a WWE creative writer. Indeed. There
1: was a great um, WWF versus the Alliance match advertised at the end of this clip, which we'll get to in due course. But yes, uh, Jonathan Coachman is in the ring talking about the perks of his job. Mm. Uh, and he says, I've been selected to help conduct tonight's bikini contest. But, Sig, this isn't just any bikini contest, because the audience picks the winner. How's that? Um, not the same as every other bikini oh, contest. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Imagine like a sort of Crockett judging panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Art Anderson. <laughs>
0: Terry Funk gets pissed off. He's coming, <laughs> he's coming in the ring. <laughs>
1: so he's coach through a uh, table. can't rule. So they both come out in pink robes. Well, uh, uh, Paul Heyman says, I love pink. Don't you, JR? Uh, and as Stacey Keebler comes out, Paul Heyman is, is certainly leaning t- more towards Stacy Keebler, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> Fred Crumbs, isn't it? Yeah, signalling where this storyline's going to go. I did like the bit where he said, the Alliance is proud to present a girl you can take home to your mother, Stacy Keebler. And on the Tron, she's wiggling a bum a bit in Rhino's face, basically. Um, JR says, well, actually, I'll pass it over and J.R. can say it himself.
0: He's got some long legs. Long tall drink of water, as they say in Oklahoma, Paul. Yes. Uh,
1: Paul Heyman says, I've only met one woman as attractive as Stacy Keebler. My mom. I couldn't believe that. Heyman says his mom's hot, but not as hot as Stacy. And there's a sign that just says big toe. So I've no idea what that was. Some interesting signs in the crowd here.
0: Um, it's fairly like PG compared to the comments section, isn't it? That? But compared to some of the other Attitude you're assigned. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ. People walked among us.
2: Why? Still do. Is that a loser getting booted out with a Bailey sign. <laughs> Great.
1: Oh, that, that's allowed. But my handsome face with a moustache with Jonathan
0: Rivera is not on my well, It wasn't Island. allowed. Phoenix, wasn't allowed.
2: Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona security confiscated
0: Will Born's face. Human.
2: Thank you. The Jonathan. Bailey
0: sign wasn't allowed as well. We got, uh, yeah, I, I, I understand. Should not you. have been allowed. Yeah, I just want to reiterate that's
1: the stance of all three. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But my face
0: again, again. It's like you, you're revealing yourself to be a pervert and a stalker in the exact same bit of cardboard. Reassess your life, mutant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Stacey Keebler takes off her robe. She's in a blue bikini, uh, and Bull Heyman channeling his Jerry the King Lawrence. He goes, "Oh, there's the winner." Basically. uh and uh, Jr. says, she could make me swear off barbecue sauce. No, she couldn't. For at least a day or two.
0: <laughs> Smaller on everything. Tory, Tory Wilson. Very uh, versatile. Tory Wilson. A barbecue sauce has got an educator fee. Sauce it.
2: Make a lot of money with a big bottle
1: of barbecue <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, should know it's my side racket.
2: <laughs> make a lot of money with a barbecue restaurant owner, oh, no, it turns out you can't. <laughs> Tori Wilson's got a
1: pink bikini on um but Paul Heyman's picked his, his winner because he says I don't like Tory's ankles and jr says I didn't notice she had ankles too busy
0: looking at her tits <laughs> <laughs> was it was the implication of that comment so did they he get did, it I said I was too busy looking at her tits awful maybe I her know. ass as well should turn around uh, I showed uh, I'm Jim
1: <laughs> I showed Phil <laughs> James. and you're not <laughs> showed Phil Chambers this bit, because the bit where they're going like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Stacey Keebler, yay. Tory Wilson, yay. There's a bit where a guy on the front row is like leaning over the barricade with his little disposable camera going, click, another click, a click again. I oh, was just like, oh, come on. So Tory wins. Stacey jumps her. For, at one point, I thought she when she jumps her and she falls, I rewound it. Because she falls onto the mat, and I don't know what they'd been doing earlier on in the night, but it's covered in blood. Yeah,
2: blood everywhere, yeah.
1: Because I thought when she'd knocked her down, she'd like just smashed her face in or whatever. Um, but it was it was the different time, wasn't it? So um, Stacey throws and chokes her with the robe. Uh, Coach tries to break it up and gets slapped. Tajiri chases Stacey off. Um, and uh, Paul Heyman says, not only did Stacey look better in a bikini than Tari, she beat her up too. Is she gorgeous or what? And uh, the clip ends with them going. Anyway, next up, uh, sturdy Boys and Nick Patrick versus The Rock, Chris Jericho, and Mike Chioda.
2: I mean, like there were many matches that were an example of how you fundamentally blew the biggest money angle of a generation. But those six people, set to logos, it's yeah, ba- yeah, it's basically how it's basically how you did it. Bad logo, good logo. See you in the main event, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, I don't imagine there's any comment sections. Uh here you because so. there, that didn't that left me with not a single thing to say about it. No. As a piece of television. no, nope. oh, nearly. It's
0: time, it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Where's she at WrestleMania? Dunno. Well. Uh,
1: uh guess w- yeah. guess what I found in the comment section?
0: Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Guess the perverted comment. Oh, uh, I wish I was the coach who got the best view. Ah, oh. uh,
2: I wish I was the robe.
1: Really close, both of you. First comment from Miser Jones When I die, I want to be reincarnated as the middle rope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Prepared to give this I'm up. sure that guy has been at it on <laughs> another one, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I've it's read that the only, exact the comment, or at least he's not
1: the only person who wants to be the middle rope, so they'd have to divvy up so he'd be on two sides of the ring.
0: Yeah, two. but what if you're not at the <laughs> one facing the entrance? What if you're not, at the, what if you're facing the hard cam? Son of a bitch!
2: And SmackDown's ropes were like all blue, so what if you
0: get put at the bottom of the top by accident? Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> so if you're on the one facing the hard cam, you don't get Stacy Keebler's air yeah. You do get the soul of Matt Hardy's foot when he goes, "Ah, oh,
2: yeah." <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. I could f-
0: a tornado. <laughs>
2: that's how he fell out the ring. It wasn't just in Gabriel. It was somebody reincarnated as the middle rope that get didn't, off, didn't like him. Ugh. So, the, if you believe in reincarnation, you believe in the idea that you come back based on how well you behaved yes. in one version yeah. of your life. Does this person have they lived a good or a bad life to come back as a rope? Got what he wanted. So he's lived a good life and he's been rewarded with.
0: That's what he's he spent his entire life in a state of monk life. <laughs> and it turns out, in a twist, reincarnation is real. Yes. And he's used
2: that to become an inanimate object. So he's, but still, it's well, he's
0: obviously done well. That's what he wants.
2: Like, I don't want to go to
1: hell.
0: No. I don't know if there's any. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once again, these, uh, these comments do not refer to the use myself, the daddy boys, anyone at what, Coach Wrestling? Or, of course, Luke, who suggested this trudge through filth. Gerald <laughs> funny, about, funny part funny about this is Stacy should have won. She was fantastic and her bikini was raw, more revealing IMO.
0: I did Four that. months ago that he's been stupid <laughs> on this for twenty two years. One and a quarter star. He's measured the flesh to cloth ratio. Well, you could see more of it, so that's automatically better.
2: The cage match complete this uploading the archives. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> um Sige. Sorry to put you on the spot here. No, that's fine. But it's a it's comment fine. here from Daniel. Um, uh-huh. And I, I just—I think it's completely thrown over my head, to be honest. Okay. I'm 25 now, writes Daniel. And I just looked her up on a whim. Now, as a grown man, I can, all caps, fully appreciate all she had to offer.
0: I think what he's saying is that when he was younger and watched wrestling, mm-hmm. he might not have entered the, um, the bodily change known as pubescence at this point. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was just like, "Oh, you know, yeah, people like this." I, I don't, really, I can't fully appreciate it. But the older he gets, now that he's discovered, mm-hmm. um, you know, his sexual nature, he's decided to jack it all over Stacey Keebler. <laughs> well,
1: whilst we're, whilst we're on the topic, um, I don't know if this person works in a lab or or, or what. They're some sort of scientist, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Michael writes, dropped a lot of DNA to her Maxim pics back in the day. Anything with that? I think he's like... Think he's cum. Oh, I thought he was just like careless with a test <laughs> No, 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 he's
0: talking come. his cum. Uh-huh. DNA is... Good job you're here. I don't have bloody clue. I see bloody useless, you are. <laughs> what am I going to do with you?
1: Josh writes... I loved it a bit when they try and be like, I'm horny, but I'm a good guy. <laughs> she was my favourite, writes Josh. For all those sinful reasons. But especially her humanity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all those sinful reasons. kiribs my jack. Such an apologetic tone. <laughs> I best win it back round. That's a delete key. You don't I need to the comment sin. at all. I watched this exact thing for Secret Banter. Yeah. I mean, I read the comments for this thing. <laughs> for Secret Banter. I didn't actually watch the video. Sinful that sprung to mind. Yes.
1: Uh hey, four years ago. And the
0: reincarnation is the middle rope. So mm. a very uh religious theme. Have we completed field. the YouTube comment section? <laughs> is that I what I think? It is? So oh, God, I've got worse than a lot of <laughs> the real blade,
1: uh not I assume not Butcher's tag partner. Uh-huh. Those legs should have their own Hall of Fame induction. Just cut her in half. Yeah. <laughs> And uh Ray M- uh, Mysterio, Andy Kaufman, and uh, Stacey
2: Keebler's legs. Like <laughs> gets like, you know, the Andre handprints or something, all those, like, those statues That's they there. That's what make.
1: they'll do after, because you know it's like they're running out of everyone.
2: Stacey's legs.
1: Stacey's legs. So we've got Stacey Keebler's in there, but just, and then, just the legs going. Stacey's
0: legs going in. Stacey's
1: legs go Right, Aaron, three months ago. All <laughs> <So>, right. <laughs> Sending over a new leaf. It's 2023. He's written, right, the joke here is not the fact he's written Paul Henry instead of Paul Heyman. The joke here (laughs) is it's the internet, Aaron. Anyway, uh, maybe he's just been, you know, you know how good a salesman Paul Heyman is and what you were saying earlier on about Stacey Kieber and the only person who compares to him. I need to find out what Paul Henry's mother's name is so I can search her on the internet. <laughs> Let's
2: see what this uh, Mrs. Uh, Heyman's all about then. I love that he wants to do something so weird and he's still not hiding from nowhere because he's got the name wrong. <laughs> so he's finally tracked down a Mrs. Henry in
0: New York. Well, wait there, that must wait be there. her. Wait there. I'm going to Google Paul Henry's mother and see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's there. mom. Got it going on.
1: Um, also, uh, I need another. There's another comment I need to just help
0: with. Okay, shall I Google, Paul Henry. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's very, fine. Quick, very, very quick. Paul Henry's mother is uh, Olive Mary Christine. <laughs> there we go. She <laughs> died in 2016.
1: <laughs> oh, Aaron's gonna be gutted when he finds
0: out. Oh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Hope he's not a listener. We spoil it for him. Uh, Michael. Michael writes. What is Michael, Wright. Michael writes. It's be funny. He's popping already.
1: Uh, just explain this one to me, Sid, because <sighs> I'm okay. confused. Uh, and I'm concerned about this person, to be perfectly honest. Michael Wright. this could be on a loop for a week, and I'd probably get fired for my job for not coming in. What's he? I've
0: read these comments before. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> it's on Secret Banter. What he's saying is that, so read the comment again, just to clarify. Uh, this could be on a loop for a week, and I'd
1: probably get fired from my job for not coming
0: in. Because he's doing a different kind of coming in to, like, a socket Oh, uh, awesome. God. Because he's going to basically spend an entire week just jacking it. Got it. Penile refractory period. No. Jacking it, rest. Penal refractory period. Jacket. Okay. Rest. Jacket. Rest. Jacket. Rest jacket. I'm assuming he's doing nothing else. Yeah. He can't get ready for work. He's got nowhere else to go It's either work a jacket. He's got a choice. <laughs> and he's going to spend a week jacket, he'll have no cock left by the end of it, let alone a job.
1: Uh, final few comments. He's skin on it
0: anymore. Let alone a job. That's the least of his worries. Speaking of worries. He can go to work and then go home in jacket. Now he's going to have no job and no cock. <laughs> so basically, everything in moderation, everything in moderation, otherwise you're in trouble. I love the bigger picture of these co- these lives, of these comment sections. Like,
2: their lives, can't, like, they cannot juggle the basics no, for jacking no. it. Like, it's just, there's nothing. Needs to go food shopping, Needs need to go to work, I need to see my family.
0: Jacking it? i got a full diary of jacking I'm it. i just going to keep jacking it, and then, you know. <laughs> so jacking it, Monday morning, jacking it. Monday afternoon, jacking <laughs> it. Monday night, jacking it, on and on it goes. Thursday afternoon, uh, pray to God. Can I be the ice cream that she licked in a SummerSlam advert? <laughs> right, okay, I'm stopping jacking it now. I'm, I'm, I'm about to live my new life as an ice cream.
2: <laughs> Just going through the iPhone calendar. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, battle of the boine, Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it. They're Just... wondering how anybody else gets anything yeah.
1: done. Uh, Final couple of comments here. Cheese Monkey writes, oh, I loved her back in her WCW days. I nearly went blind spanking it to Miss Hancock. (laughs) (laughs) Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it. Eye appointment. Jacking it. Thunder. Jacking it,
2: jacking it, jacking it. Nitro. Sitch, I have a question for you. We know her to be called Stacey Keebler. She's going into the Hall of Fame. Stacey Keebler. But in WCW, they called her Miss Hancock. Well, that's, we know that not to be a real name.
0: Why might they have landed on that as a name? Because if you see Miss, you'll put your hand on your cat.
1: Ah. <laughs> that makes sense now.
2: And did she, she must have hated weaponry because she was always feeding with major guns. And I assume that
0: name is to do with weaponry, right? No, 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 no. no. The talk, like, guns as uh-huh. a tits. Oh. And they were so immense in size that yeah. they weren't minor tits. Yeah. They were major tits. Major guns. Ah.
2: Now she hung out with <laughs> General Rection. I think what was it? Hugh, I think was his first yeah, name. Yeah, that's right. I was I his middle name was Gordon, I think. Like Hugh Gordon Rection. Like that's a it's a weird name, that it's a weird name, isn't it? But they were just friends,
0: right? Yeah, but this one didn't work because it's meant to be a play on words and huge erection. Like your cock being oh. full of blood when you get aroused. But the problem is that Build DeMar- the has got the biggest needle dick energy that <laughs> yeah. ever lived.
1: Uh, final comment comes from uh, <laughs> Jekal here. Um, once again, they do not reflect the views of myself, Daddy Boys, anyone at What culture Wrestling, or Luke. But thank you for suggesting this, Luke, because me and Phil have been laughing about it all morning. Jekal writes, Back in... Back in 03... <laughs> Come on, Adam. <clears throat> back in 03, I worked with a guy that proclaimed he'd eat the corn out of her s**t in front of her entire factory. Here's to you, Ron.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Excuse me again. Can I have everyone's attention, please? <laughs> all right, Ron? Yeah, you... I think you are all been very busy, do you?
1: have got to go over now.
2: Your workload's dropped
1: somewhat. Yeah, i just, I've got some of these to get off my chest.
2: Um. Wow. Somewhere there's a Ron being like, yeah, I'm so glad the internet didn't exist when we used to talk on the factory floor. It's been thrown under the bus.
1: Anything? Uh, any plans for the weekend, Ron?
0: take like an American as well. I'd eat the corn out of her <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you oh. like, that ass? Oh, God. It's a main event time. <laughs> Outlaw Ron ass. <laughs> Back to Monday
1: Night Raw. Paul Whitehead's getting interviewed by Kathy Kelly. He's uh, saying he's not here to compete. I'll be honest, he's here oh, to weaken God. Cody Rhodes. Um, Reigns is ready to stoop to any depths to get an advantage and remain the tribal chief. That's the difference between Reigns and Rhodes. Uh, he came to his wife, man said he was ready. Stop being the big dog and become the tribal chief. Uh, but we've known this Rhodes his entire life. The puppy dog eyes looking across at Reigns. Ro- uh, Rhodes has never been ready. He's never been ready to fill the shoes of his father, to be the man of this generation, and he's not ready to defeat Roman Reigns this Sunday. He uh, needs to be ready for the beating tonight, and then come mania. He's losing. But then, he implores Reigns, be ready for the greatest moments of your entire existence when, in the glory of your own defeat, when you've disappointed the universe, be ready to acknowledge
2: Roman Reigns. Yet another fantastic Paul Henry promo um, in this, in a series of them, basically. Uh, really effective promotion of the last Cody and Roman bit on SmackDown mm-hmm. and, of course, a match at WrestleMania. But good foreshadowing for the main event as well because him talking about how Roman's just going to dump all the emotional baggage on him and he's going to get in his head and talk a good game and all that. Roman is now literally telling while Cody is showing all the time matches, 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 and Roman's just trying to talk this good game and trying to get Tremendous. This match is awesome. It's awesome.
1: Uh, from it's one... Big. So it's huge. massive, yeah. isn't it?
2: Like.
1: Uh, from one of the best promos in the business to the best, Dominic Mysterio comes <laughs> out. Uh, uh, there's so much left. Alongside Damien Priest, but this is worth it. He's got the mic. He says he opens with, I can't believe Ray Mysterio such a bloody
0: lowlife. He hits his own son. Great. Amazing. That's like great Jericho to though. that. Yeah.
1: He says, I'm going to humiliate this deadbeat dad at WrestleMania. Everyone's going to find out what a failure of a father he is. And he he shows the replay again. He's like, can you believe that? He speaks angrily in Spanish. What kind of father? It's his own son. Uh, What kind of mother sits there and does nothing? I think he also included the clip where he tells her to shut up, mom, as well, which just added to it. Uh, And he said, actually, I wish I'd told my mom to shut up a long time ago. Uh, and he said, I've never said this out loud, Daddy, but I wish Eddie was my real father. Oh, He said he wished that Ray never existed. Their entire family was a disgrace, the Mysterio name. But that name's going to be his after WrestleMania.
0: Absolutely no notes on this entire feud. Not a single one. And I see Triple H still hold these notions that he can, you know, book women's wrestling and just give them 10 minutes and go and kick ass. No, (laughs) that's not what WWE fans want you to do. It's not what you're good at. You're not booking Evolve Triple H. This is WWE. This is WWE. Somewhere in my darkened husk, I can still really like it when it's this. This knows what it is. It's is quintessentially WWE bollocks, and I think it's fantastic. I wish it was all like this. And one of the few DQs
1: I allowed because it's just Dominic. Like they had a back and forth between Priest and Ray, and like Ray's going for six one nine and blah blah blah, and Priest fights back. And then at one point, Dom just goes, "I've had enough of this. I want to fight my dad." And then just <laughs> got in the ring and attacked him. And I was like, I don't really mind that going to a DQ, to be honest.
2: I didn't. Um, the uh, the match was out realistically. But I'm the same. I think sometimes it's it's okay. To WWE have bastardized it, we say this all the time, but it's okay to do a DQ if the characters make sense, and Dominic does. The promo here was tremendous. Like, again, it's gone from, like, there is an he ironic... Didn't stumble
0: on his words. No. It's a tremendous promo.
2: Well, there's still an ironic it's enjoyment good. to Dominic. Yeah. There is still an ironic enjoyment to Dominic, but to the point about Triple H booking this, they're still showing loads of thought. They had him growing out that mullet, for months
0: before the turn, kids just like it, man. Well, I, I've yeah. I told you this. We are thirty-seven. If you ever go out and we don't do it that often, kids wear mullets. They're in. We're old. So it's, it's not. not <laughs> it's not just Eddie's me dad. There's a bit yeah. of it, but uh. seriously, kids just they're fashionable.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, it makes us sick. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a Dominic. I
0: would have liked a mullet. Ah, uh, yeah. Like back in the day. But well, big like a
2: Sean early nineties one loads at the front and on top like, as well as the long at the back or like a Dominic one like
0: a ratty they like the really hick mullets yeah yeah that's was what Dominic was it called business on top party in the back or something? I'd love the mullet pad who, who has a mullet back then who has a mullet really <laughs> somebody a few other people would be brave I I can catch that trend
1: I think I accidentally <laughs> got a mullet in third year at university but that's because I was like oh bloody hell uni's going to finish you and I better not waste any money on haircuts <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: just, it's more of it yeah no, Dominic was great. I get, like, again, it, I'm getting both. It's terrible. I'm getting the ironic enjoyment and the genuine enjoyment because I think the story's been so, like, so well taught. For as silly and as pantomime as it is, yeah. the order of events is bang right. The killer line about being a dead big dad. And Dominic is so stupid that w- now, when he calls Rey Mysterio a failure... He doesn't realize that's a cell phone. Yeah. How are you a failure as a father? The kid's an arsehole. Yeah, Dominic's yeah. a massive arsehole. <laughs> so it's your fault, Dominic, that your dad's a failure. I
1: can't believe if you would taken a, a time machine last year and said three big matches that you're going to look forward to at WrestleMania. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for all the belts. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for all the tag belts. And uh, reigns Jero fighting his son. It's ridiculous that that's that's the bronze medal of my most anticipated WrestleMania matches. But how do they do the light?
2: How do they do it? How do they do it? I just still don't understand. Look when you're there. Like, see if you can spot the trick. Especially in SoFi. What's this? The purple light when they do the purple shadow. shadows are It's like a reverse shadow, isn't it? They're in darkness, but the shadows are light. Even though they're creatures of the night. Because they exist on the US main
0: event. Time. They plugged the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal
2: uh, and Johnny
0: Gargano. Like- <laughs> <is such a laughs> dog. He's still a David WrestleMania. He's more. Excited. It's, it's going to be crazy fun, guys. He's more excited than me.
2: I'm pretty goddamn jacked for it, but not as jacked as Johnny Gargano. Luke Gallows and
1: Carl Anderson were there. Uh, Rick, sorry,
0: Boogs. They're not the same base that usually TIRI- do it again. Rick Boogs. <worldwide> there we go. Uh finally. Uh, at last.
1: Uh, Elias <laughs> are excited, but Elias is like, I'm a lock to win it. And he turns around and there's Bloody. Uh, Max mass murderer. And there's Bronson Reed and there's the bloke who's probably gonna win it in Bobby Lashley.
2: He's the lock. Get it? Yeah. Not bad. I not I don't think he wins it by the way. I,
0: I mean, wins it. I
2: think nah I think Elliot Knight screws him out of it and that's your last minute WrestleMania yeah. match for the pair of
1: them. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn got a promo. Uh, it's, it's nice. Talking about the fact that they're getting their tag team title match in Los Angeles. They obviously, people know about their history in Montreal, but uh, they got their big break in LA. Of the it's big, the biggest tag team title match of all time. Cedar.
2: You should... <laughs> Heard of it, Paul? Yes, obviously, blatantly. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zayn says the biggest tag team title match of all time. <laughs> Owen says he's right. I'm like, say it's the main event then. Um... But the Owen says the USA says the best team in WWE up until a week ago. Now, uh, Owens and Zayn are going to show the world what they can do in a city where they got their break. Uh, they're going to achieve the biggest thing they can achieve together. And that's winning the undisputed tag titles at WrestleMania.
2: They were saying, and the commentator said it, and they said it's, it's happening. It's stupendous. It's whatever, WWE. Um, the biggest tag team title match of all time. Internally, they still don't know what's going to go on last day on that night one. Nope. And they're hedging their bets. And it's and I think that, like I've kind of made my piece, but I know a bunch of people that haven't
1: yeah uh, I, I, there's a way that you do it where you put the tag title match opening night two and then yeah is there, oh, but I I genuinely think for like if people are just going to one night they should get one bit of the bloodline saga for each night if they're going to do it like that but
2: well it's the wrong call like Wrestlemania card stuff can still be a meritocracy when so little in WWE is and getting that main event night one now is a main event it's not just night is the, the Real quiz, like main event. They've done a quite a good job. A night one feeling like just as big a deal, mm. at least if you last. And I don't know. I don't know if they know yet.
1: Interesting. Before the main event, there was a fun little squash match. Basically, perfect opponent for Gunther. A surprise appearance from him on uh, on Monday Night Raw, and he just handed Dolph Ziggler his ass. Basically, uh, he blocked That's a so blocked a super kick. dropped Ziggler with a chop. Ziggler did manage to hit a fey for a two count, but he goes for a stinger splash and just gets. Knocked out of the air with a big chop. Powerbomb, last symphony, one, two, three. Gunther gets on the mic, says it's a disgrace. He has to defend the IC title in a triple threat. But he says to Seamus and Drew, this is what's going to happen to you at WrestleMania. This has got
0: Hamflat's bloody basic plotting love yeah. of it all over it. it just was cheese.
1: A just cheese sandwich.
0: Yeah. It, oh. was, it was It was fine.
2: at least because Gunther's an underrated talker. He is. I think he's like I, I believe him completely, not just because he's so handsome. And you know when I this is where like you've got to, Rarely do I say this because he's made a ton of money and he's lived a pretty great life. One would assume, but this is where like you've really got to feel sorry for Dolph Ziggler because you know when I knew that he was wrestling on Raw when this match started because they previewed this with Gunther in action. Yeah, that's however. Do you happens. know what that is, show, him,
0: show him some respect? Like Peter Avalon. Now,
2: People huh? aren't going to turn off. <laughs> like hey, at Gunther versus Dolph Ziggler. Ugh. NXT
1: champion this time last year.
2: He was, yeah. Aye, that's it, and it's like, good enough for that, wasn't it, Paul? What? Couldn't have to come and salvage your dead you know, brother. any consolation, he doesn't care either. No,
1: he no, doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he just needs to think more positively.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep working on the standard Main event time. Yes, Cody Rhodes versus... Oh, cool <laughs> oh no.
0: Just watched a bit get born. Yeah. <laughs> That money's been corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Rhodes is in control early on. Sokoa fights back. hits a Samoan drop. Uh, so Rhodes hoys him into the steel steps and does the old classic: wrap your leg around, ring burst. Um, Rhodes tries for a disaster kick. Sakoa catches the oh! hits a suplex. Obviously, this is undefeated versus undefeated. Rhodes comes back with punches, but as he goes for a suicide dive, Sakoa catches him and hoists him into the announce table and hits a uranage onto it as we go to a break. When we come back, is still in control. Rhodes fights back, though. Forearm, power slam, disaster kick, Cody cutter, crossroads. One, two. Solo puts his foot on the bottom rope. <laughs> Uh, Rhodes goes for a moonsault, uh, but he gets distracted by Paul Heyman. Solo Sokoa moves. He sets up for the Samoan spike, but Cody hits him with another Cody cutter. Out come the Usos. That distraction allows Solo Sokoa to hit a super kick and the spinning solo for a nice two count. But out comes Zayn and Owens to attack the Usos, and they fight off. Um, Sokoa blocks the Cody cutter. Rhodes ducks the Samoan Spike. Crossroads one, two, three. Cody Rhodes ends Solo's undefeated streak, and he is rolling into WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I would have been just as happy with the other result, but I really liked what I got here. Uh, powers back because they've given, they've shown a big match, uh, and they've made you want it a bit, and they've put it on a massive RAW. With like, I think the old days of like, oh, like, should have saved this for a pay per view. That's kind of over now. Like, you want to. Build momentum and you want to. I don't know how many tickets this match You want to build momentum. Hang you lost so bad. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't know how many tickets this match specifically sold, but this is like as good as a full house. I, I don't imagine it drew any more people to this raw. They were already going to come. But it was WrestleMania Raw, and you've got this big match with high stakes featuring one of the main eventers and somebody that's never lost. Both of them have never lost, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. massive high-stakes main event, you've delivered a finish. It's huge. When I'm saying build momentum, what I mean is you're in, trying to reinstall the, reinstall the faith of people like me.
1: That, I was like, ready for that, the DQ shenanigans, that, yeah.
2: That want to buy in and not be made a fool of for the millionth time, basically. And this was that, like a really committed bit of booking to Cody Rhodes. Uh, he was proven right in the narrative by assembling this group with Kevin and Sammy, because they're the Usos to do what always happens in the Roman matches, to do it in a solo match, and there his friends are, because he realised he needed friends. Solo's the only one on the bloodline that hasn't got a title. His title was never being beaten, and that title has been lost, ahead of some tag titles being lost, ahead of some world titles being lost, and Cody Rose the babyface, thinking logically about how he's going to do this thing, saying he's going to do it. And doing it so this was far from like a wasted loss I felt like it was a memorable way for Solo Street to end and how many undefeated streaks have we seen wrestling companies struggle to get to the end of this was a really effective use of it in a way that hasn't in any way for me at least tarnished Solo no. post-WrestleMania because if anything now he can look at the bloodline and be like I don't think I do need you I lost but like, look, you were supposed to be there for me, Roman. You weren't even in the building, and the Usos were countered by those two guys. I, I loved the presentation of this, and the match was great. And it's a continuation of what they're doing with Cody. And as I
1: well. forgot to mention earlier there was a brilliant Goodfellas parody. The one, the one and the only Good Hollywood yeah, trailers.
2: Yeah. Kind of the whole
0: thing existed this year for that, didn't it? Mm. I didn't think this was much. To be honest with you, oh. um, but on the preview yesterday, I lobbied for Sakura to maybe win through nefarious means a big gut punch of, Jesus, is Cody actually going to do it? And the idea that you set up um, WrestleMania Backlash with Cody versus Solo. And I'm glad they didn't because I don't think Solo's it. I do not think he's it. This did not feel as big as I expected it to feel. It didn't feel like ultra drama of the most palpable order in the building of these two heavyweights having this gunslinging match where the, everything's on the line, the two most invincible guys, just felt like another Raw match to me. Genuinely felt like another Raw match to me. Um, I don't think Solo is it. And I think if he's just going to be a henchman, you know, the jury's out, but if he's just going to be a henchman, I have to agree with Hamlet. Perfect, perfect time Mm. to have him lose because he has to lose the thing that he holds dearest. This aura, this undefeated streak in line with the bloodline are then going to lose everything and then that's where the drama is after WrestleMania, but I don't think he's it. I don't think this match felt anywhere near as big or frankly wasn't as good or exciting or as heated as I expected it to be. I sort
1: of regressed back to being a child watching this match. I was like, come on, the good guy. And then setting up the Simone's spike and ducked it and hit his finish. I was like, yeah, he's rolling into WrestleMania. So it achieved his purpose here and I was glad that Cody won. I think it's just, you know, old school. Don't make him look weak at all on the road to WrestleMania, especially not this week in particular.
2: It's Vincent Mann was a disgusting cretinous old pervert chapter 300 because what Solo, it, like Sidgwick, obviously, you know, to the point of Solo, whether or not you think that or not, what he had was something that had been protected and they showed you that you can lose that and it be okay. Mm. And this is that, like, like, generations, decades of fans have never seen that unless they started watching AEW in 2019. Yeah. And this is like, it's this was best practice stuff and you want to see more of it. You want this to be like a statement of intent.
1: Uh, let us know your thoughts on the Raw before WrestleMania, though, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, well, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hanfler at... Michael Hanfler. Follow Michael Sidgwick at...
0: M. Sidgwick.
1: Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, we'll be looking ahead to the go-home episode of NXT... Well, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0 oh! a little bit later on today. Uh, and, of course, we'll have Simon Miller with his ups and downs from this Monday Night Raw coming out as a podcast a little bit later on as well. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Essing and leave us a five-star review review just like Luke Cullen did. Thank you for that, Luke. You can either do it on Apple Podcasts or do it on Spotify. Screenshot it. We need the proof. And then, like Luke did, email it to me. Adam.wilborn at whatculture.com. But for now, it's been The Raw Review. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,